Hey, so I wanted to make this little recording because I had cancer and I know that when I was diagnosed, it would have been nice to get some advice tips, basically, of like how to just like do it. And I was in that weird age where it's like, because when you think of hospitals, you think of like little kids, like babies, you think old people. And I was in that middle age, just like adolescent, young adult. And people need to just like be aware that there are people in the hospital that don't fit in the children's hospital and they don't fit in the adult hospital. They need their own area. Like honestly, it's it's not that hard. Just do it. And they need to be treated differently. You can't treat a young adult like a kid or like an old person. It's a completely different phase in life. Alright. So, continuing on with the tip. So, number one, basically, that I made is that it's okay to admit that it sucks and that you're not okay. For some reason... I know for me and for some other people, you just, like, go by and you say that you're okay to everybody when you're clearly not okay, but sometimes it's just to, like, avoid conversation, and that's, like, a personal choice between you. And the other times, it's just, like, okay, you want to hold this burden on yourself and not let anybody in, and you just, you really need to, like, just let it out. It's okay, it sucks. Everybody know cancer sucks. Don't give them any delusions that everybody's just a strong, powerful person that can just get through everything. It sucks. You have to live it every day. Just say it sucks and keep it moving, basically. So, the next thing on the list is just like basically number two is get used to it, but at the same time, don't get used to it. You have to get used to it because your life has changed. There's no, like, being delusional about that. Obviously, your life has changed. You're living the hospital lifestyle right now, cancer life. And you have to adjust to that. You cannot be the same person you were. It's not going to happen. It sucks, but it'll be okay. Like, you have enough, you still have a life. Make the best of what you have, honestly. Even though it sucks hearing people say positive things, I swear. Because, but, this is your life. You get used to it. You push through all the hard challenges. And then you're on the other side and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do. Because I'm so used to that life now. How am I supposed to readjust into normality? And honestly, you just got to find a new normal. You got to find your rhythm. It's going to take some time. Honestly, talk to like psychologists and psychiatrists. Like it really does help actually. Like just talk to people. And go talk to other patients too. Like this is your new normal for now. Life is always changing in different phases and stuff. You have to adjust, and you have to keep in mind that, okay, you are a cancer patient. I don't know if you can necessarily say you're a cancer patient for life, but you're a cancer patient, dude. 
So even though you might not be in the hospital anymore and you haven't gone in like a couple months or something, or at least over a month, and now you're like back in school or back at work, you still have to adjust because there's certain things you can't do. It's just a fact of life for you right now. And you just got to figure it out. There's always a mountain to climb. Just climb it, get over it. Maybe go through it. Who knows? But you can do it, honestly. Everybody figures it out. It's it's going to happen. Sometimes it takes time, but it gonna, it's going to happen. Just trust me. Okay, so the next thing on the list, basically, or another thing on the list, is that you're stronger than you think. Um, it's a cliche, but it's true. It's going to be the worst experience for you. It's like, you have to accept that. It's going to be emotionally draining, physically draining, just the worst thing possible, basically. It's almost dying, basically. Um, but... You can make it through. Most, a lot of people just come out better people. Like, the human body is so resilient. It's just crazy. Like, it's amazing what we can go through and still be okay in the long run. Like, everybody's just stronger than they think. They think they can't handle the pain, but they can. Just take it, face it head on win you can do it and it's just like yes it hurts you can acknowledge that it hurts don't try to be brave about it like no give me some pain medicine now this hurts really bad but you'll still be okay yeah just do it you can do it just trust So, just another thing on the list that I've made is the food will probably suck and just swallow what you can, honestly. There's some hospitals with actually, like, amazing food, but a lot of hospitals have horrible food. Try different things. Find what you like in the menu. And try to mix it up as much as possible. But sometimes you just gotta order the same thing over and over. Especially when you get nauseous with certain smells and everything. And usually when you have cancer, it might not be the case for you. Because they put you on a bunch of weird diets that suck. Because they'll take out the thing that has the flavor. But swallow what you can. I heard drinking pediatures or something like that. Those type of things. Some people like them. Some people don't. I don't know. You can get into baby food. Baby food. Just like some applesauce or something. Just try to have what you can. Um, I don't know. Sometimes people get put on steroids like I was put on them. And they make you want to eat. So I guess like just be careful when you're in that situation though because you will gain the weight and it's hard to lose the weight but eat what you can try to make the best choices possible if you can't do that just eat what you can because you need to eat either way but yeah 
food probably sucks, but it's okay. I know I like to have like a bunch of pepper and crushed pepper, different condiments, and try to make it as good as possible. Like it's they're on the menu, or you just gotta ask it when you're calling it in or however you're ordering the food, and they have that stuff there. If you're able to have that in your diet, use it. Trust me, just use it. Mix and match and work out. They have like dash and all this different stuff. It's possible. It's just like you can make it work. Trust me. So yeah. The one thing I would recommend the biggest. I don't know if you're spending all your time in the hospital. And you're just impatient the whole time. Or you're outpatient a lot and you just go back and forth all the time. But always have a, like to-go bag ready. Because the smallest thing they will admit you. Just bring it with you. Put it in your car or whatever you want to do. Because you're going to need it. Have certain essentials. Every time you go to the hospital, bring your laptop. Bring your tablet or whatever. Bring a set of clothes bring two sets of clothes just bring chargers and everything some of like the electronics and stuff you can just bring in a bag and carry it with you like a drawstring bag like every time you go in because you're probably bored at the hospital anyways but just always have one go have some clothes handy everything and some com just some comfortable stuff ready to go that you know you can wear in the hospital and it won't cause issues and if you can't wear, if you don't have certain clothes, or you just want to wear the hospital gowns, that's fine too. But have your electronics, your books, your whatever you do to spend your time and just like pass the time. Have it with you, I'm telling you. It's like the one thing you should always have. Because they will make, they'll find the smallest little infection. Or if your fever is just a little too high by like 0.1 or something. They will admit you because they're being on the safe side. You want to have a bag ready. Just always. Until you get to a certain point so far out of like the hardcore treatment. That you haven't been admitted in a while. Still kind of be a little cautious. If you feel bad, have a bag ready. If you feel something's wrong, just have it ready. Have it with you when you go. You don't necessarily have to bring it inside right away. But just have it there because you're going to need it. You want it there. It's like the worst thing when you don't have something you need. And just like, just have it ready. Have two sets of things if you need to do that. Just like how pregnant women have it to go back before they like give labor. So they never know when they're going to have labor. Um, and have to go to the hospital. Just have a bag ready. It's like something that's so essential that'll help. Just always. So just another thing is what I wrote was you might be there a while so you might as well get to know the staff and other patients. Honestly, the number one thing I regret the most because I did relapse and it was almost three hours three years later, after all this treatment, is that I did not talk to a single patient in the two and a half years of my first treatment. Or I might have talked to a few, but like, 
never actually develop a relationship like you if you can get out your room get out of your room i'm telling you because when you're put on isolation you will like be screaming when you have to go back into the room from a bone marrow aspirin or a lumbar puncture you because you cannot leave the room you go like stir crazy in that room it's amazing when you don't have to be in there just like just get out of the room go talk to somebody have the nurses hook you up and meet in the kitchen or something that because you can't or like in the hallway and be like oh we're just gonna take our walk and get to know the person Get their contact information, FaceTime them, Skype them, something. Get to know these people. They're the only ones who understand what you're going through. It is just like the best thing that'll probably happen to you. Well, not happen to you. But one of the best things that can come of this is just developing that relationship. Like, yeah, you get it. You're somebody who is just like cancer squad, basically. Um, And just try to meet somebody around your age it's gonna be it's just like the best thing to do in that situation and also cause the nurses you're gonna have them a lot just get to know the nurses oh my goodness and they transfer a lot actually too cause they have travel nurses and stuff get to know the new ones decide like figure out who are your favorites nominate them for like little awards that they have like nurse competitions And if you find a nurse you really don't like, you can request that you never have that nurse again. It's okay. It's up to you. They do not want patients that just, like, cannot stand their nurse because then nothing productive gets done. Like, you don't have to have the same nurse every time, but it is nice after a while to just have somebody who knows you. But it's just, like, get to know the people Go outside during the nighttime. You can't sleep. And you can go outside. Not outside, outside. But outside of your room. And just like go and talk to the nurses at the desk. The big desk in the front. And just chill out. And just like have a decent conversation. Like they know what you're going through right now. They can't relate completely like other patients. But they can see it. They see it every day. They see the best and the worst of this job. Go talk to people. You cannot rely on social media and your friends from school or work to be the people, the only people you talk to. It's just like relationships kind of die and it's sad. But sometimes you just figure out who your friends are, honestly. Some people cannot handle the fact that somebody around them has cancer. It's just like it doesn't work in their brain so they back off of you. And some people get really close to that you never even talked to before. And that's okay to get to know them. But there are some friends that are just going to stay there and go the distance. And they're amazing people, you know. But you just need to get to know the other patients. It'll just be so good for you. And it's just, just do it. Trust. Trust, trust, trust. Now I'm just going to put one of my little... I have a whole playlist called Cancer Anthems. I don't know. I just want to put one in there. So enjoy the next song. Alright. So yeah. 
Hope you enjoyed some songs. Some cancer fighting battle songs. Sometimes they're sad. Sometimes they're like, let me just kick ass. But it's just the reality of the thing. Like, sometimes you just need music, honestly. Especially for this. There's stuff that you just, all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I relate to that. And it's just the nicest thing to hear. But yeah, I'm going to go back to the list now. So, back to the list, and so, one of the things I have down here is, honestly, just ask anyways. You have all these questions, just ask the doctors. Sometimes they can get annoyed with questions, and ask the nurse practitioners, too. They know a lot, too. Ask the nurses, ask anybody, any questions that you have in your brain, write them down. When you know you're not going to see anybody for a little bit. Or you just like have a specific question for a specific person. Write them down. Type it in your phone real quick. Have it somewhere to scribble. Just ask the questions. Because you might learn something that you really needed to know. And it might just change your whole treatment to be honest. And you might have just like found something that just helps them a lot. They can only tell so much from your body. Like, you have the ability to say what you mean. Have some, if you don't feel comfortable saying it, tell to somebody who you can confide in so they can ask the question. You need to say, even if it's the most un- uncomfortable question ever, just ask the question. It is like the best thing in the world. Not the best. That was dramatic, but. It'll just help so much. It's not worth keeping it in. Especially if they're like embarrassing questions. Like shit happens honestly. There's going to be some stuff that's just like the most uncomfortable thing for you. But ask the questions. You're going to want to know. Honestly just ask. Write it down. Ask. Yeah. Um, the next thing like I had mentioned before when I was telling you to just talk to other patients I made a whole point is that you may lose some of your friends or just a lot of your school friends or work friends anybody outside of this hospital community people really don't know how to handle it sometimes and they just like to back away from you just like take a step back we need to they need to reevaluate things and it seems just like sometimes it's just like the worst thing I don't it doesn't make any sense because like you're still the same person but in their mind you're just like a sick person now it's like how do you react to a sick person in front of you it changes the whole dynamic of the friendship so yes you're gonna lose people it's just inevitable it's unfortunate but it's inevitable And some people you're gonna get really, really close to. Like, you didn't expect it and might just turn out to be a lifelong friend. Like, some people take it well, some people don't. And it's okay to lose friends. Don't stick yourself on social media the whole time and just get a bunch of FOMO and just like, oh, I didn't get to do this and I didn't get to do that. 
Like, obviously you didn't get to do something, but this is just, like, a life experience that, unfortunately, you have to go through. And sometimes you'll find little bright spots in this big cloud of darkness. Like, you don't want that. You don't want to have to have this cloud at all. But just to see the sun sometimes, it's just, it's nice. And, yeah, friends come and go. It's better to have, like, two really close friends than ten not close friends. But, yeah. You'll get through it. So, just another thing, I guess, is... Things get really embarrassing. Like I was saying, and when I was just saying, just ask the questions. Things get really embarrassing. There's some stuff you never thought you'd ever have to talk about, at least for like decades. And you're sitting there and you have to talk about it with this like kind of stranger. That's why I say get to know your doctors, get to know the staff. So you have some level of comfort with them. But this is their job, just let them do their job tell them what they need to know and not just what you want them to know tell them what they need to know they need to know everything go into the net like most uncomfortable details some things they just you don't want to talk about at all and you're raised not to talk about it or it's just like a society no-no and you just you gotta talk about it it's okay, it's their job. They went to school for so many years to do this job. And now they have the chance to do it. Just let them do it. Honestly. And if they don't take it professionally, you can tell other doctors or other staff members so they can get in line. Or just, they can figure that out on their own time. And maybe you don't have to talk to them anymore. But... For the most part, you're going to have professional doctors that just want to have the information so they can do their job. Just tell them. It, it'll it be embarrassing, maybe. It's some situations you just you don't want to be in, but it happens, you know? So, next thing I have on the list is... You're, you might have some long-term effects, like, depending on the cancer, too, and depending on your treatment. There's some stuff, like, they don't tell you from the beginning because they're not sure. But all of this stuff is possible, whether it's from the actual chemo or medicine that you're getting, or, like, the medicine that you're using to treat the symptoms from the chemo that you're getting. Like, there's some stuff that, it just, like, they have effects. And it's a really crappy thing to have to go to, go through. But they're there, and there's whether it's like a physical thing, there's occupational therapy, occupational therapy, and physical therapy, or it's like some psychological stuff. Type, talk to psych. Oh my goodness, talk to psych. Um, but or it's just like some stuff you just gotta learn how to accept in a way like accept the things you can't change and work on the things you can if you don't like something 
try your best to change it and try to get it to a place that you can accept and be content with your life. Because there's some things that are just going to happen. And some things we don't even, like, we think about it and it can be upsetting. But then you kind of just put up this wall because it's not going to affect you right now. Like, fertility, fertility, for example, it's, you might want to have a child one day and you can't because of certain treatments. And there's whole freezing sperm, freezing eggs, and this whole process and stuff where you gotta ask the questions. But it it might be there. Like, that is a completely valid late effect that happens to a lot of people. Like, probably the majority. And it doesn't mean you... Sometimes you can stop a child. And sometimes you can't. It's just like very simple but there are late effects and it's it's tough honestly it it sucks there's like not really much to describe it but you can get through it you just gotta learn how to navigate life now yeah so One of the things that I wish I would have done, because for a mere fact that I also relapsed, so I had like two opportunities to do this, but I put cut it, dye it, shave it off. Your hair, there's a good chance you're going to lose it. My hair fell out very slowly the first time. I ended up shaving it off because I looked like Cynthia Angelica Zoll from Rugrats with hair. It's just like random spots are just bald and the hair is sticking out randomly and honestly shaving off my head for me it was like whoa my head actually kind of looks kind of nice but if you don't ever really plan on dyeing your hair or cutting it in a certain way just you have this opportunity right now like I have friends who have done this. Just do it. Oh my goodness. It, it'll probably fall off. And you're going to have more hair. Like that's the chances. But. You. This is a perfect opportunity to take. Like if you're allowed to. Ask the doctors. Always ask the doctors if you can do this stuff. Because it might affect you. But chances are. You can just like. Give your hair a nice little dye job. Cut it in some style that you'd never think to wear because it probably isn't made for your type of head. But cut it, dye it, shave it off. Sometimes it's more, it just feels better. Because finding your hair in the pillow, it's it's a shock to a lot of people. It's an emotional thing, especially for girls. Or guys who are just really into their hair. It's like... It's something you never thought you'd have to think about because it's like, oh, you always have hair. But it it can take a real toll. So sometimes you just got to take control of the situation. Just cut it, dye it, shave it off. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Yes. So, one of the most important things is to find a way to express how you feel. Honestly, it's just you you got to do it. You know, you can sing it, rap it, paint it, write it, shout it, 
however you see fit. Some people, if you don't think in a creative way, maybe just like, I don't know, you can put it in a math problem. I don't know how that works, but you gotta let it out. Holding it in is just like, it's gonna have to explode at some time. And it may come at a really bad time. Like, sometimes you just gotta let it out. It's so important that you find a way to do that and just just share how you feel try you just got to be honest with yourself like this is the crappiest thing someone can go through especially at your age it's just like no one told you that this could happen you know it's just it's a it's bs honestly i would say the word bullshit just you gotta figure out a way how to express yourself. There's something that you're probably really good at and figure out how to incorporate that. Because it's just, it's, it's awful. And you gotta let it out. Don't become a volcano and hold everything in and explode one day. Just, just let it out every now and then. Just break free of all of it most likely it'll be in a creative way so just gotta let it out yep so the last thing I have written but obviously there's a lot more but I just wrote this like kind of fast one day and there's a lot more I'll probably just add to it later but If you are a teenager specifically, or sometimes a young adult, do not leave everything up to your parents. Do not do that. You will regret that. Get involved. Honestly, know the stuff you're taking. Know what's happening to yourself. You might not want to know, but sometimes you just need to know. Get involved. Do not leave it up to your parents. You are your biggest advocate. Advocate. Advocate? advocate I don't know um but just get involved know your stuff the doctors sometimes it's like they get surprised like oh you know that and it's like yeah you know your body best you know when something's wrong make them listen to you you know that there is something wrong with your body you know you have to be involved in your treatment this is mostly to teenagers but sometimes young adults and adults just you gotta have you gotta be there for yourself too you can't just let other people be there and then sometimes on the flip side if they you want you need them to get involved with don't take it all by yourself but just know your stuff know what's happening yeah just gotta know it's so important like you just gotta do it yeah so that's all i have on my list for now i'll add to it one day sometimes i just get like random moments where i'm like oh i wish i would have did that and i just add to the list and so i don't know i'll add some music here i think it's only there for 24 hours so we'll see but yeah hope you enjoy it yay yeah, so I added a few songs. It's only the first, like, 
couple hours I'm using this app, so I don't know exactly how everything works. But, yeah, you can skip over the songs if you want. Um, it's honestly just to enjoy. But, I don't know, I want to see how this app goes. It's kind of interesting. Podcasts are interesting. I always wanted to, like, I really like to talk about my cancer experience and how to like help others with the same issues like that's I don't know maybe it's just me trying to give back but I feel like there's certain things that need to be said and just like put out there and I hope it's enjoyable um yeah this is about it um, we'll see how the app goes. I'll probably, the list is gonna get longer. It's inevitable. Um, we'll see. I don't, I don't know if I can just add it on here when I'm done. I don't know. Maybe. It'll be interesting. But yeah. Thanks for listening if you did listen. If you didn't, okay. But if you know somebody's going to be this experience of having cancer and just like having that cancer lifestyle maybe they should listen if they want um no force obviously can't do that oh but yeah i hope you enjoyed thanks oh thank you so just another thing on the list that i've made is The food will probably suck. And just swallow what you can, honestly. There's some hospitals with actually, like, amazing food. But a lot of hospitals have horrible food. Try different things. Find what you like in the menu. And try to mix it up as much as possible. But sometimes you just gotta order the same thing over and over. Especially when you get nauseous with certain smells and everything. And usually when you have cancer, it might not be the case for you because they put you on a bunch of weird diets that suck because they'll take out the thing that has the flavor. But swallow what you can. I heard drinking pediatures or something like that, those type of things. Some people like them, some people don't. I don't know, you can get into baby food, baby food. Like some applesauce or something. Just try to have what you can. Um, I don't know. Sometimes people get put on steroids like I was put on them. And they make you want to eat. So I guess like just be careful when you're in that situation though. Because you will gain the weight. And it's hard to lose the weight. But eat what you can. Try to make the best choices possible. If you can't do that, just eat what you can. Because you need to eat, either way. But, yeah. Food probably sucks. But, it's okay. I know I like to have, like, a bunch of pepper and crushed pepper, different condiments. And try to make it as good as possible. Like, it's, they're on the menu or you just gotta ask it when you're calling it in or however you're ordering the food. And they have that stuff there. If you're able to have that in your diet, use it. Trust me, just use it. 
mix and match and work out. They have, like, dash and all this different stuff. It's possible. It's just, like, you can make it work. Trust me. <laughs>